Good afternoon, Acadiana. Welcome aboard to Kane Radio's Chip Shot. Steady slamming with you here. A beautiful day outside. Ooh. Too bad a lot of the courses were closed today on Monday. Traditionally, they do close. But nonetheless, we, uh, we've been in a good stretch of weather. Can't complain about that. No rain. A little bit of wind. Good for golfers. Certainly want to thank our sponsors. Let's start out with the Coca-Cola Bottling Company of Lafayette. Mr. Lee Tatford is the CEO there. We appreciate their sponsorship of Chip Shots along with all the high school sports they uh, sponsor. Also, GolfBalls.com, located on Arnold Boulevard right there in Lafayette. Check their, mount, check their showroom out. You can see and buy and try out their clubs, demonstrated clubs, hit into their simulator, everything you want in golf right there at GolfBalls.com, Arnold Boulevard, Lafayette. Of course, our local golf clubs. Without them, we would have no local news, right? We hope and pray that they uh, have a successful spring and summer as well. I know it's been maybe a rough winter on a lot of these courses. So we, uh, we want to uh, thank Eagle Ridge, Cane Row, Sugar Oaks, Bellevue, and Atchafalaya. Before we get into the golf news, uh, a little sad note here. Longtime friend of mine, guy that uh, was in my life throughout uh, throughout my life as far back as I can remember. Daniel Webster passed away. He was 86 years old. He worked at the old Iberia Golf and Country Club, and, and Daniel did just about everything there. He, uh, he shoeshined, bartended, caddied, you name it. He even worked out on the golf course if they needed him. Daniel Webster passing away. We'll be missed. It's been two weeks since uh, we last had chip shots. I missed last week to a, due to a golf tournament I played in with uh, Father Mark Miley. A nice fundraising tournament, by the way. So uh, we got lots to catch up on. So uh, let's start out with the Chafalaya. They got coming up on April the 1st. That's this coming Saturday, the NOLA Mulligans Golf Tournament. 9 o'clock shotgun start out of Chafalaya. And uh, I just talked to Boyd Booty, uh, the guy with the Gator Golf Club, whom uh, I will talk about a bit in a bit. But uh, they, they, uh, he said that the golf course is in awesome shape. So it's good to hear that. Then down at Bellevue, they had their Acadiana High School Boys and Girls Fundraising Three-Man Scramble this past Saturday, March 25th. And first place winner went to... Uh, Dean Dashe, Doug Roby Show, and Dwayne Louvier, minus 17. Finally, some of the uh, Burdettes did not win. That's the owners, of course. I like to tease Ty, but he did finish on the second place team along with Brandon Burdett, his son, and Robbie Darden at minus 12. And then they give an award to the highest scoring team at minus three was, um, looks like Andrew Dugas. And Cody James and Dale Hughes. I have a hard time reading my own writing. I'm going to have to get a darker pen. Also at Bellevue, uh, that most recent dogfight was won by Dwayne Louvier, second place. Dwayne was plus four. Brandon Burdett was plus one. And Butch Bajeron was even par. May 13th, Saturday, had the Lydia Cancer Society three-man scramble over at Bellevue. 
And then Bellevue had the most recent Pro-Am. A record 100 players teed it up on uh, choice of two days to play. <sighs> Ty Burdett wins first place. He's on the first place team. That guy's incredibly lucky. Uh, he's, got, he's paying off some people or something. I don't know. But anyway, he won. Uh, and, and by the way, this team had a perfect score of plus 20. You don't see that too often in the Pro-Am. Ty Burdett, Linda Savoy, Avia McLaughlin, and John Provo were plus 20, perfect score, winning $120 with that cash redeemable at golfballs.com. Second place went to Randy McDaniels, Barry Batilia, Joseph Olivier, and Cheryl Granger, plus 15. They actually tied the third-place team, uh, but on a scorecard playoff with the A player, they finished second and went in $85 each. So third place went to Mark Hooks, David Thibodeau, Ian Roskowski, Dwayne Louvier. $55 they won. Then the individual, low A, B, C, and D player, Ricky Delcom, plus seven, Randy McDaniels, plus nine, Michael Zerlot, plus 11, and Anne Bourgeois, plus 13. It's good to see a lot of ladies winning, uh, not only on the... Uh, individual but also on the team events and a lot of ladies are now playing at our pro-am good to see and so the pro-am next month has been swapped southern oaks is where it's going to be wednesday april 5th or thursday april 6th they swapped with uh kane row kane row's got uh the may event due to the fact that a lot of the guys are going to uh to the masters this year ryan desimo uh johnny hargrave is a Ryan's a pro there. Johnny Hargrave, the other pro, he's like a senior pro. But he, he, uh, he actually works the ropes on number 10 hole at Augusta National. And uh, because of that week's work, he gets to play the golf course sometime in May. I even hear Kevin Arsenal may be uh, jumping aboard if he gets a ticket and going as well. So that's why they swapped it. Kane Rose going to be uh, staffless come that week. Some of the other guys like Sid are going to have to work extra hard. And also uh, at Eagle Ridge we're moving over there down in Cade. They have, have help needed uh, as a cart boy and also on the maintenance end of the project there. And their most recent ladies area play was played in uh, a two, two person or uh, two ladies scramble uh, First place was a tie. Cheryl New and Sissy Simon shot 78, and they tied Athena Frederick and Jenny Mulligan with 78. And then uh, third place, Dawn DeCluid and Amy Duion. Fourth place, Robbie Hattard and Harold Falgu. And then over at Kane Eagle Ridge as well, their, uh, their f uh, promotional push uh, it's been really good. They've gotten a bunch of members to join and become a member. And you can do it for only $177 for three years. That's an incredible amount of uh, discount there. $49 a year for three years. You, you pay up front for three years, and you get to play unlimited golf there. Of course, you've got to pay for your carts and stuff, and they have a few little restrictions like... Uh, you can't make a tee time on the weekend before 11.30. But, shoot, if you are thinking about playing golf in any way, shape, or fashion, 
that's a good place to start out. Eagle Ridge. Go check out Mr. Gary Kidd and his uh, discount membership. Then down at Sugar Oaks, they're promoting specials. Uh, Monday or Tuesday, they're one of the few courses that it's open on Monday. Nine or 18 holes, $22. And their all-day special is Wednesday, $31. Play as many holes as you want for only $31. And that's the day they have their uh, Twilight Scramble. So you can spend the whole day out there and have a nice time. Sugar Oaks also is hiring a, a golf cart attendant. Along with other duties, he's, uh, it's a um, multi-purpose multi job. Uh, you can do the range and uh, wash the carts and take care of a few other little odds and ends like putting out the t trash, emptying the trash and such. So it's a weekdays from 2 to close, which nowadays is pretty much dark. And then weekends and holidays, 6 to noon, and then the second shift is noon to close. So if anyone has a youngster looking for some part-time work, there it is. Then upcoming out at Sugar Oaks, uh, Friday, April 21st, is President Larry Richard Golf Tournament. He has his annual tournament there. Then Friday, April 28th, Huey Possum Tournament. Two guys that were uh, members out at the golf course when I ran it and uh, longtime friends who passed away. They've been having a tournament in their honor ever since, and it's very popular. Then Friday, May 5th, is a 4-H tournament. That tournament, likewise, has been played out at Sugar Rose for quite some time. Results from their uh, MGA, which is very active, are at Sugar Oaks. March 15th, they had their Twilight Scramble. That's Wednesday. Robert Burton, Eric Lachelet, and Keith Domain were minus seven and won that event. Their Friday shamble was canceled due to rain, but then they had their March 19th Sunday shootout, and they did a blind draw for uh, teams, but you played your own game and made your own points, and they added up the points, so it's a cumulative score. On the front side, Pat Ansley and uh, Glenn Dupuy were 21 points. They won the front. Winning the back and the 18 was Robert Burton and Keith Domain with 22 points. And 40 total. Winning the all-important skins, Pat Ainsley won three, Keith Domain two, Eric Lachelet, Paul Olivier, Robert Burton, and Roger Bassani won one each. And as I said earlier in the broadcast, uh, Boyd Booty, I appreciate him and thank him for bringing me results of the uh, Gator Golf Club, which is a branch of uh, an offspring, if you will, of the uh, Sugar Oaks membership, because most of the guys there are members of Sugar Oaks as well. They played at a Chafalaya and winning the first flight was a tie. Heath Boudreaux and Mark Ami were plus six. Then in the second flight, the winner was Billy Hebert with plus eight. Um, boy, I talked to Jacob, the golf pro there, about getting them to join our Acadiana Pro-Am Association. So uh, need to check with Doug and see if he's contacted them. That would be a nice addition to our Pro-Am rotation. The Gator Golf Club's next event is going to be at the Island, right there in Plaquemine. Then Kane Row, moving over there, their twilight rates, they're continuing to uh, advertise their twilight rates. $30 on after 2 o'clock on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. And they have a senior rate as well. And they've been very, very busy. So if you want to be a member there, you can join. 
you get a bunch of discounts and perks if you are a member. For only $142 a month, you get 20% off of all the soft goods. And one of the best well-stocked pro shops in our area. As we all know, it costs a lot of money to stock, put your money into uh, to merchandise that doesn't really move real fast. But nonetheless, they are well-stocked, and uh, they have a 20% discount on soft goods, 10% on hard goods. And here's the one I like, during these busy times, spring and summer, you, if you're a member, you can book your tea time uh, one week in advance, and uh, they also charge a handicap on the Louisiana Golf Association handicap system. So that's a big perk as well. Okay. Also at Cane Row. <coughs> their MGA president, Mr. Raymond Bernard. Um, getting kind of mixed up here. I got a text that uh, it's got some conflicting things. Anyway, uh, Cane Row also has UL Raging Cajun logo merchandise. So they're licensed to do that. Check it out if you have a Raging Cajun fan in your life. And uh, they also, this coming weekend, they're going to have uh, the Jimmy Picard Memorial Golf Tournament. It's a two-man scramble. Uh, free practice round Friday, the 31st, with uh, a Calcutta that night. And I'll be helping out Coach Brent Indes as he's coming in to uh, not only play, but to celebrate Jimmy Picard as a longtime friend of his and a bunch of guys that played out there uh, at Cane Row. So uh, Friday night, Calcutta, along with uh, free crawfish etouffee, and they're going to have live music. And then Saturday and Sunday is the tournament. Two-man scramble on Saturday and best ball on Sunday. And also coming up at Cane Row on Saturday, April 15th, the MGA three-man scramble, 8 o'clock shotgun start, 125 per player is the entry fee. And the Fire Chiefs golf registration uh, Monday, April 24th, it's their 50th annual conference and golf outing. I don't know if it's an actual tournament, but uh, you can play on their, uh, with the fire chiefs there and support them. And Kane Rose also having the 18th annual Iberia Medical Center fundraiser. That's going to be Friday, April 28th, three-man scramble. Breakfast and registration, 7 a.m., 8.30, shotgun start. They have lots of food on the course, uh, an awesome ditty bag, and a golf shirt as well. It's 175 per player, and of course it goes to, uh, to their fundraiser. And then the, uh, let me turn on boxcars Mike here and welcome him aboard as he faithfully brings me a libation for after the, uh, the telecast here. <laughs> Faith, Tele faithful. Telecast. <laughs> the telecast. We're, we're on TV. You see that camera? I see that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Cleverly disguised as a speaker. Uh, that's nice. <laughs> no, thing. no, this camera there. <laughs> oh, the, the disguise as an air conditioner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. All right. Uh, we got lots to talk about, so let me breeze through this. Uh, the uh, Lafayette Senior Men's Golf Association, thanks to Lawson Rooley, uh, the February edition of their activities. The second Tuesday month out-of-town tournament was played at a Chafalaya. First place went to Frederick, J. Frederick. Second place, Glenn B. Rowe. And third place, Kenny Granger. Then their uh, Muni Club tournament was played on the fourth Tuesday. First place was a tie between Woody Lemaire, Greg Gotro. They tied J. Frederick and Roland Delahousie at plus 15. And then uh, 
College golf, the Raging Cajuns, since we weren't here last week, uh, they had that 38th annual Louisiana Classics, and the Cajuns did fairly well. Winning the tournament was number 15th ranked Texas A&M at plus 14. It was real windy those two days that they played, but LSU finished uh, fourth, 47th ranked LSU uh, at 38, and UL was only uh, six shots, four shots back at uh, fifth place, plus 42. Individually, Milan Pottinger was the low for the Cajuns at 219, and he tied for seventh. Then the Cajuns went to uh, the All-American Tournament at the Golf Club of Houston and basically bombed out. They played one of their worst tournaments of the year, and trust me, they played some bad ones. They finished uh, Ole Miss 1, LSU was 7th, Monroe 13th, and UL 15th out of a 20-team event. Pottinger led the, team, the Cajuns as well, along with Eli Artigo. They're only two bright stars so far this year. They shot 221 for the event. And so their next tournament for the Cajuns is going to be the Mossy Oaks Intercollegiate at West Point, Mississippi, coming up this Monday and Tuesday. And then their Sun Belt Conference, they'll take a break for East and then uh, go down to Destin to play in the Sun Belt Conference Championship. Then on the high school scene, on Wednesday, March 8th at the Farms, Ascension Episcopal shot 147, beat Lafayette with 172. Individually, Jay Mandel, who was an LSU signee, was uh, the low medalist with a 33. Keel Fontenot, second, with a 35, and he's headed to Georgia Tech. My grandson, Drew Sliman, tied for um, fourth at, with a 39, along with his teammate, Gabe Wartell. And then the next week, they played... Uh, high school golf was played out at Eagle Ridge. Turlings Catholic won with 154. Lafayette was second, 171. Individually, Dax Rio of Turlings Catholic was shot 37, and Drew shot 38. Their next event's going to be Wednesday at Southern Oaks for the Lafayette High Lines. And a um, couple of big tournaments Drew played in, one of them at Oak Wing in Alexandria a couple of weeks ago. 87 players played in the Bayou Rapids Invitational. And uh, once again, LSU's to be's Jay Mandel won the tournament, finishing first with 67-72. Keel Fontenot was tied for fourth, Georgia Tech, 65-79. And my grandson, Drew Sliman, 67-80. And he he finished tied for 10th. And then Adam Trajo signed with UL, tied for 1270-78. Then this past weekend, Sunday, Saturday and Sunday, was the Lake Charles Spring Classic. I've been talking about this tournament for quite some time. Played at the Contraband Bayou Golf Course, and they had 80-plus players. They combined with the Texas PGA along with the Louisiana PGA and the Louisiana Golf Association. And uh, Ross Anderson, who uh, signed with UL, won the tournament minus six. My grandson, Drew, very proud of him. He did something I've never seen in my life in person, and that shoot a 29. He, fin- he shot Ooh. the final, no, final nine, 29. Um, I'll tell you a little bit about it, box score. Uh, me and Anita and uh, Theodore and Mary went to meet him after Mass, and uh, he had t- already teed off. He teed him off front and back. But um, he, w- he shot 72 the first round and was tied for about 10th place. And then he was even par for the entire tournament when we arrived on hole number five. 
he, he proceeded to bogey five. He double bogeyed six and uh, was, was three over par and probably out of the top 20 or so going, going to number 10. And so he birdied 10 and then proceeded to make six birdies on the back nine and no bogeys. Wow. And, and shot uh, 29, first time I've ever seen that. And he finished second. He actually had to go into a playoff with two other players. But uh, he, um, he won the playoff. And then entitles him to play in the Byron Nelson Jr. Texas Amateur, which will be played at uh, the famous Lakewood Golf Course in Dallas, Texas, uh, sometime this summer. I'm not sure the exact date, but Theodore was pretty excited because he can double dip. He can go recruit, plus mm-hmm. his son's playing in, in the event. Well, and, and it says a lot about the young man, too, to overcome that kind of, of a you know, start. I mean, um, right. Cause a lot of times, uh, I mean, 72 is nothing to sneeze at, but no, no. you three over on the front nine is generally tough to get it going in the other direction. Paul, you're right. That much, you know, you might get it back to even, but to, to do that is very impressive. And that, you know, um, as, as we see very often, it comes down to mental toughness, uh, with, uh, you know, with the golf. I'm definitely proud of him for that. And, uh, yeah. you know, you get to walk w- with him. You know, you're not, it's not like it's restricted. So we get to talk to him. And, right. You know, I, we don't, Theodore and I both don't mess with him too much while he's playing. But, you yeah. know, as he comes off of a green or something, you might say, well, go get him, buddy. Or, you know. Right. And, and I'm telling you, when I looked into his eyes, he, he was in the zone. He, 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 he just, had a glare to his eyes that I've never seen before. Was he just hitting it that close, or was he making he putts? Was. He, he was. He was hitting it close, 8 to 10 feet, and he made he – would, he would never miss a putt. Wow. I mean, he had 12 putts on the back nine, you know, two, two, for, two putts for, for on three holes for par, and yeah. all the rest, six, one putts. And he didn't even know what he shot when, he, <laughs> really? when, when his daddy told him you that. See, that's a good thing. Yeah, he was so much in the zone. He said, I don't know how many birdies I made. I was just – Playing shot after shot. Man, that's awesome. He was striking it. Because you know how we, I mean, I, I guess kids at that level maybe don't focus as much, but you, you know how it is with a lot of times you have a kind of a good round going and you kind of, you start, ew, you know, you're, you're kind of protecting it. or Protecting you, you the know, lead, right. You know, and, and, um, and, and when, when, you, when you, when that's kind of like, I'm not sure I still believe that story or not, but whoever the playing partner was with Hogan that time when he made a hole in one <laughs> and Hogan walks off the green and says, what did you have, yeah. you know? I mean, that's yeah. being that's, in the zone, yeah. you know, but yeah. that might be a stretch in the That's trip. pretty stretch, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and just a little side note about the tournament. Um, um, you know, as, as you're walking along, there the parents and, and all of the other players are, are playing. And, and like I said, there are players from Texas joined up with Louisiana, and they had this guy – a big tall guy from Longview, Texas. His name was Gary Adams. And we were talking back and forth periodically. And uh, come to find out, this guy was a rich dude because he won, listen to this, along with Taylor Moore. We know Taylor Moore won a a PGA tournament uh, a couple of weeks ago, right? Mm -hmm. He teamed up with Taylor Moore to win the AT&T Pebble Beach Pro-Am two years ago. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. He's he's from Longview, Texas, but he has a membership at Monterey Peninsula Golf Course, which is adjacent. So he's got his bucks. I I, I talked to him about how he he made that top 150. (laughs) And he told me what he had gone through. He sold his company. To, out to uh, the, all the Seven Elevens across the country. So, oh my goodness! Yeah, really, he, he made some big bucks there. Well, he pr- 
And then as soon as I told Theodore that, he could see him more, tra- trailing the guy around, talking to him. Uh-huh. He, was, he, was, he was trying to recruit the dad. <laughs> N-I-L. N-I-L money instantly. Yeah. yeah. I'll put your kid on the bench. I'll play him. I'll do anything. Just give us some money. Give us some money. Um, <laughs> hey, nothing wrong with that. But, so when is that uh, uh, tournament in Texas going to be? Okay, the next tournament coming up is the, the one he qualified. The, 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 the oh, in Texas. Yeah, the one okay. that for that. I'm, I'm not sure. It's going to be sometime in the summer. It's the Byron Nelson uh, Junior Amateur. Okay. And uh, if you win that tournament, you get an exemption into the Byron Nelson Classic, which Jordan Spieth had done. Oh yeah. Multiple yeah. years ago, yeah. as a 16, 17 year old kid. Right, and right, play, right. Played in the tournament. And um, and what what club? I mean, uh, Lakewood, I know you Lakewood told me Country the, Club. What, what town is that in? Dallas. Da- okay, Dallas. Yeah, okay. Dallas. Lakewood Country Club is an exclusive uh, country club in in the Dallas area, and um, I'm hmm. not sure about you know much more about it than that. But uh, yeah, you know, it's a big honor for him to. He won the playoff to get into it because they only take the one and two players. Right. And, and uh, it's pretty cool, you know, after they took pictures because Ross Anderson signed uh, a national letter of intent with the Cajuns. So uh-huh. uh, it was pretty cool. And, and, and Drew had a little bit of a following there with the, his family following him and, mm-hmm. and some of the other junior players uh, from the Lake Charles area. So it was pretty good and, and a lot of good experience for Drew and him. You now know, he's proud he's and happy a of him. junior this year or a sophomore. He's a sophomore. Okay, right. but if he wanted to sign a, a letter right now, he could, right? National letter of intent. Yeah, yeah. yeah so I don't think I mean, there's any restrictions on when you can sign. No, because I've heard of kids like in eighth grade and stuff sign. Yeah, you know. Yeah. I mean, um, I just was wondering, you know. And then the Texas Louisiana uh, is going to have another tournament in the Lake Charles area, and that's going to be at Mallet Cove. Uh, I've got the dates right here. It's it's, it's going to be in November. November 11th and 12th at Mallard Cove. And I've heard... They, they renovated they rent, it. Yeah, yeah, right. So okay. uh, that'll be interesting to see because I've yeah. I played Mallet Cove when it first opened. I saw some pictures. Uh, I mean, you know, obviously I didn't... I have, I've never played it, so I don't know what the old one looked like. But it certainly looks like they did a good good job. You know, I, I tell you what, that Lake Charles area is a... Is a uh, not say hidden gem because all the casinos, but we got some nice golf courses in that in that area, man. Well, I'm telling you, that would be a nice place to go to too, because it's so picturesque. The golf course, and then you see the big tall casinos in the background on the mm-hmm. lake, and then they have another course at the Golden Nugget. I'm not yeah. sure what the name of it is. This one was the, called the Contraband, right? But there's one with the Golden Nugget. Yeah, I think it's just called the Golden Nugget. I'm, Maybe I'm pretty so. sure. Yeah. And then what's that other good one? Um, Man, na- the Nash- national, the national, and that's West not Lake. that far away. You not know? far at all, right across the lake. Right, you know. You know I mean, and, and it's a championship. Not, and and Gray Plantation. I mean, well, Gray, did Gray go private? I heard, or I'm, probably I'm not so. Sure, yeah. But I mean, that was a really fine golf course too. And I mean, La- Lake Charles Country Club is a nice one too. I mean, you know, Greg Sonier, the yeah. former UL Raging Cajun, is the uh, and I'm sure pro all, there. all those places that have fully recovered from those hurricanes. But oh now, yeah, yeah, you know, sure. So. All right, let's take a break, and then we're back to talk some more golf. Stay tuned. Hey, guys, if you're looking for the top golf experience in Iberia Parish, you need to look no further than Cane Row Golf and Turf Club. Low or high handicappers will enjoy the beautiful greens, the recently refurbished sand traps, and incredibly plush fairways. And by the way, you don't have to be a golfer to enjoy Cane Row. The brand-new clubhouse sports some of the best burgers, pizza, wings, and many other choices along with absolutely the best, most potent margaritas that you've ever tried. So whether it's golf, food, or just some fun, come to Cane Row and enjoy. 
The GolfBalls.com Retail Center is now open and better than ever. Stop by our newly renovated store to shop the latest in golf balls, clubs, and apparel from brands such as Titleist, TaylorMade, Callaway, and Under Armour. Check out our new state-of-the-art golf simulator and demo the hottest irons, drivers, and putters. Featuring 20,000 square feet of golf equipment and gear, GolfBalls.com was founded here in Acadiana 25 years ago and remains the world leader in golf customization. Located on Arnold Boulevard next to Harbor Freight Tools and, of course, online at GolfBalls.com. We have a new player on the field, and he's ready for kickoff with a delicious ice-cold Coca-Cola. And the kick. Ice giving him a little trouble as a few cubes shake loose. He's probably going to pour it here, and he does. The glass is full. Can he go all the way? He did it! Oh, wow! And just listen to that fizz! That might have been the most refreshing thing that I've ever seen. Whew. Coca-Cola. Taste the feeling. Sugar Oaks Golf Course, located at 4002 Sugar Oaks Road, is an 18-hole regulation golf course. This medium yardage layout has adequate length, wide fairways, and not-too-difficult approach shots. Sugar Oaks Golf Course is a semi-private course that's open to the public. Our guest rates are very attractive, and our monthly dues are accommodating. Give us a call for your tee time. That's Sugar Oaks Golf Course in New Iberia. Phone 337-364-7611. 364-7611. Bayou Sports, 715 weekday mornings on the all-new K1075. Hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Welcome back to Chip Shots with Box Score and Teddy. Kane Radio, AM 1240 and FM 107.5. Well, Score, it looks like it was an LSU weekend on the uh, PGA and Champions Tour. That's two former LSU players, uh, Won their respective tournaments. You see, I didn't even uh, keep up with the Champions Tour, to be honest with you. David Toms. Wow. Let's start out with that, since we said it. David Toms, former LSU golfer. He's won uh, 13 PGA events. He's 56 years old now, obviously playing on the Champions Tour. But he also won the PGA Championship at Atlanta Athletic Club years ago. So he won the inaugural Galleria Classic in Rancho. Rancho Mirage, California. California. Yeah. yeah. Okay. On the old Donna Shore golf course, tournament course. They know it must have be a short course because, uh, you know, they, they, I think that's probably why David hadn't won more on the, exactly. even on the senior tour, you know, they right. guys are bombing it out there, you know. Um, but, uh, exactly. Good for him. Yeah. He shot 16 under 200, 65, 70, 65. He credits it all to his caddy, Scott Greaser. G-R-I-E-S-E-R, because he caddied at that Mission Hills golf course uh, for years, mm-hmm. for two or three years there, oh, so okay. he knew the course pretty well. Kind of like that old caddy at uh, Augusta we had met that yeah, time. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. What's his name? Golly. Oh, uh, I, I, it's Ben Crenshaw's I, old caddy. Yeah, caddy, uh, Edwards. I think I it was think Herm Edwards. No, no, that was... Uh, that, was that was Nicholas. No, her, no, no, yeah, you're right. It was... I don't know. I can't remember. I'm going to have to look it up during the break. Jackson, maybe. Yeah, I think it was Jackson. Carl Jackson. Yeah, that was it. Carl, Carl Jackson. Jackson. Yeah. Oh, he had a front-page article in the Augusta uh, <laughs> paper about him, man. He was, yeah, I mean. He was a legend. Yeah. And he always, like you said, he always caddied for Crenshaw. And when, yeah. when Crenshaw won the last time, right right after his, uh, you know, teacher died, and I'm not recalling his name, <laughs> But uh, he wrote the little book, the little red book. Oh, yeah, God. yeah, Harvey Penny. Harvey Penny. There yeah. you go. Boy, we both got senior brains, huh? 
Um, yeah, no, but I mean that—that—that's what I—that is one thing I miss about about the old tradition of the Masters. I I kind of used to like it when you know players took local caddies. Um, you know, not to say I mean nowadays it's just it's just different, but and it was. I don't know. It just it just seemed like a cool thing, and and uh, look, don't ever underestimate the importance of of, uh, of somebody who actually knows those green complexes. Oh and, well, look, you I know, mean, just on a course like the the, the John R- Rancho Shore, Mirage, yeah, yeah, Rancho Mirage, that that was invaluable that, to David Holmes that right. he knew the course and, like you said, the greens. Yep. And then, of course, the uh, World Golf Match Play Championship, the last one, as a matter of fact. Won by uh, LSU, former LSU player David Toms, a little bit younger than uh, Sam Burns. Sam Burns, yeah, yeah, a little bit younger than David Toms. Lot, yeah, twenty six. Yeah, a little so bit. That's younger. thirty years. Yeah, uh, you know, it's, it's funny to think back that we, you know, just Wednesday afternoon we were watching um, his opening match and and uh, kind of talking about how, you know, not to say he's underachieved, but but certainly with the expectations coming out of college uh, for him, um, you know. Um, you would have thought maybe he would have been a little more of a, you know, week-in, week-out fixture. He just seemed to have trouble closing tournaments uh, at times. Um, but, man, uh, yeah, I tell you what, he beat some studs in this one coming he down. He certainly did. And, and uh, that Scotty Scheffler match was unbelievable. But but then it, you know, just wax Cameron Young like he did. You know, just uh, it's got to be a big confidence boost uh, for Sam Burns and something that – that he can build upon, and just a, you know, a lot of really a lot of guys, I think, played well. That you that you will kind of hoping to see play well when you know just a couple of weeks away from Augusta, right? Um, and and Rory is one of those guys for sure. It's, and we expected Scotty Scheffler to play well, but you know, Rory, you know, had kind of been a little off form uh, late the last couple of weeks. But man, he, uh, whew! I tell you what. Now I'm starting to have mixed emotions about. It. I don't want to see the golf ball roll back for the for the for the the masses, but on the PGA Tour, it's getting to be ridiculous, Ted. How far I mean, are they hitting it? Yeah, carrying it 375. <laughs> I, saw, I saw a guy get hit in the shoulder. One of the CBS uh, commentators, uh, not commentators, but uh, spotters, yeah. and he was across a cart path, and and um, I forgot who hit the ball even, but. Um, they're like there's no he's been doing this for 21 years and the first time he ever got hit by a golf ball because he thought there's no way they can fly it right here you know it's one <laughs> thing it's one thing to get hit you know um on a bounce or something but you get hit on the fly but and luckily it caught his shoulder because if it hit him in the head he mm. might have died and it was it was sam burns actually i not yeah. i think about it and then after it hit the guy 375 yards oh yeah after man. it hit the in the air after it hit the guy it then hit. Uh, um, it was going toward a hospitality tent, but it hit a stake by the tent, bounced off, and then he had a clear shot to the green. You know, hmm. like a little, just a little pitch shot. Yeah. It, it's it's amazing how far they hit in the ball. I mean, yeah. just absolutely amazing. Yeah, the statistics show that it's it's uh, it's getting a little out of line. I, I gotta agree. So, man, the rollback. You know, you're not you're not gonna think they're gonna hit be hitting mushroom balls. You know, out there 200 yards. No, you don't want to see it's that. It's gonna either. be it's gonna be minimal. You know, I mean, certainly yeah. you're still gonna see 300 plus yard drive. You know, but yeah, uh, yeah, I was glad to see Sam Burns win, and, and, and he he's had a dismal year up to this point. You know, I mean he he. I don't think he's finished higher than six. I think he finished six a couple of weeks ago at Innisbrook. 
and and that was a highlight of his year. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it's it, he credits also his his coach for uh, mm-hmm. and and going back to his old driver as to the reason he's uh, elevated his game as of late. I tell you what, there's a, there's a lot of players that you know when they go back to equipment that they had success with and and trust um have do a lot better you know and mm-hmm. we, we kind of I, I i would would not be surprised that i didn't see any article about that but rory was kind of complaining about about his driver you know a couple of weeks ago and saying i wish i could just go back to my old one and we kind of speculated his equipment contract might be calling for him to play the the latest one but but you remember you and i had uh talked to the guy from the daryl survey um, at back at Le Triomphe when, and I'm, I'm not sure they even do that anymore. But remember how they used to look in the bags before they teed right. off. And he said many times he caught players that had hidden clubs, like you know, down the fairway and stuff. Um, <laughs> you know, because you know it's, they had they had the, the 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 newest one in the bag, but the the one they really wanted to hit, they didn't. You know, they had had hit it somewhere. down the fairway, yeah, and then they switch, switch out, out, right? Oh you know, God. which I don't think that's legal. But I don't I mean, think so. But uh, <laughs> pretty sure that's not. Uh, but somehow or not, he said he's he's a lot a lot of, a lot of times. You know, so yeah. I say what I used to see all the time was um was was uh, the newest model head cover on the older model driver, you know, so they, you, yeah. they made you think they, they were playing the newest yeah. one, but they were just playing old reliable. Another, another deception. <laughs> yep, yep. And so, uh, well, back to the, the World Golf Match Play, uh, the, the semifinals was pretty exciting, as you alluded to. Yeah. Burns beat uh, Scotty Scheffler in a three-hole three playoff, and then Young beat Rory McIlroy in, in a three-hole, a, a four-hole playoff, whatever it was. And then... Uh, course uh yeah the final wasn't too exciting but but scotty and, and rory was an exciting match yeah. as well the, the, for the consolation prize so and, and probably more people were watching that than were watching the championship match well, yeah you know as far as in person goes for sure well yeah um but cam young said uh, uh, i don't care who was playing sam burns today they would have lost because that's how hot he was he yeah. made eight out of ten birdies i know ten, ten holes he made eight birdies that's yeah. that's pretty strong no, that's uh, that's. I don't care what course you're playing. That's incredible, man, and um, you know it's it's uh, it's kind of one of the things about match play. I think that's why the PGA Tour has been kind of so reluctant for you know to because uh, you never know. It, it, you know, matches could go into extra holes and and last for you know yeah four and a half hours, five hours, and then you could be over with in in two hours. You know. Yeah. Um, so they're not going to have the match play championship anymore, or are they just moving it from Austin, Texas? Well, you know, I, I, I don't know because the, the the way I read it, it, it seemed a, a little unclear um, when he just said the the last one. So I, I don't know, you know, I don't know if he meant the the last one. Um, uh, and then I'm reading this article right here. It it uh, it says that um, that the the. Well, yeah, I know Austin sound, Country sound, Club's not going to have it. No, anymore. no, but it sounds like it, it. It sounds like actually they um, just not going to have it. Not going to have it at all anymore. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which I don't know because I'm reading an article right now by Golf Digest, and it, it seems like you know, I know it, it. It you know the, they went away from match play years ago because of television coming in, onto the scene in the '60s and all with with golf and and match play wasn't conducive to that. But they always wanted to go back to it, kind of like. What, yeah. what the colleges are doing, you know, they're going no, they bought, they, they, play. They, yeah, that was the last one. Uh, uh, you know, they're, they're, 
the analysts were saying, you know, I hope the PGA Tour kind of relooks at it. Maybe one of the designated events will take a look at it, which would be make a lot more sense because you know it. it you, you got your top players there anyway at the mm-hmm. designated events with you know guaranteed money. Um, but uh, you know, I thought it was what I kind of liked about it was um, w- was it being you know kind of coinciding with March Madness, you know, yeah, which, exactly. You know, and and heck, there was a guy from Louisiana, uh, Golf Digest had a. Um, had a contest with over 40,000 entries with a bracket yeah. contest, yeah. and he was the only person to correctly predict the finals and the semifinals. Yeah. Um, and it was a .0002% chance of that happening, and it's four times less likely to happen than a hole-in-one. Yeah, that's what I was reading. Yeah, to. in your round of golf. You that's know? amazing. So, yeah, I mean, it, it's just pretty – I don't know what he won, but, I mean, gosh, you know. He got his picture on the Internet. <laughs> that's all right, a few side notes coming out of the tournament. Uh, Sam Burns jumped up to number 10 in the world rankings, knocking out Justin Thomas, who had been up there in the top 10 for five and a half years. And uh, Yeah, he's, he's kind of, I don't know. Slipping away. Yeah, I'm not sure what's going on with JT. Cause, man, you he, know, it's, it's just incredible. You have to stay focused so hard and practice so hard and give so much dedication that you, you don't really have a life outside of golf if you want to stay in that top. And yeah. the players that can do that, that's, you know, Tiger Woods was the best at that. You know, he oh, no, his no doubt. entire life was geared to. And, and, and I don't put as much. Uh, I know you don't. But, in, but I mean. No, in the, in the rankings, know. I'm saying, because I know, I know I, you it, it fluctuates so much from week to week. Um, right. And it's weighted so much differently with different tournaments. And, you know, like this, this tournament, I mean, you only had, uh, what, 32 or no, 64 players playing in it, you know. Mm-hmm. So a lot of players had no chance of getting points, you know. So I, 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 I get, I get it in a way, but but yet I, I don't. I, if if I had to say is Justin Thomas a top 10 player in the world, I would say absolutely he's a top 10 player in the world. I think he is. You mm-hmm. know, now has he played that this year? Maybe you know, maybe not. But mm-hmm. I mean, again, we're in March. You know, I mean, uh, mm-hmm. I I don't know. Um, yeah, it's it's ambiguous, but. You know, they have to have some kind of standards to uh, yeah. to to have the FedEx Cup and all the other stuff that created this world. I think they started that way back in 83 or something like that. But anyway, another sideline is uh, going to make us both throw up. Matt Kuchar, our favorite <laughs> pro, yeah. tied Tiger Woods' wins with 36 in the match play championship. So uh, he has a record <sighs> along with Tiger. But uh-huh. it, it does have, like, like the article said, it does have an asterisk. An asterisk because Woods did it when single elimination. You know, he did it when when there was only single elimination. Nonetheless, he still won, but he had more opportunities to win in a shorter period of time than Tiger Woods did. Thirty six well, wins, thirty six wins. Yeah. And then the other the other asterisk is that the live players uh, didn't get to play in it, so <laughs> Kuchar was ranked. 71st he wouldn't have ordinarily gotten in if you know the, no. the other players and and I'll, as much as I don't like live golf if one of them had knocked him out of it I would have been fine with that <laughs> you know because I just just don't like that guy but um smiley but but um you know I I tell you what honestly Ted I don't think any of the live golfers would have even made a difference that their their game their quality of play has gone down since they've gone to that tour i'm telling you you know well that, and that that was the other question i wanted to to ask you is 
And of course, we, you know, the Masters, like you said, it's coming up in two weeks, so we're going to be talking about the Masters, and maybe we should now. But uh, do, do you think, and, and you just answered your own question, my own question, is that none of these players that are qualified for the Masters, you know, former Masters winners like Sergio and Phil and, mm-hmm. and, and Bubba, they're not going to even be in contention, mm-hmm. in my opinion. I don't think so either. At the Masters because their game's not sharp. They haven't been under the gun. They're just playing, playing for company. fun now. Right. They, you know, you talked about the, the grind and having to, you know, get out there daily and all. And they're playing exhibition golf in shorts and not just – I don't care about the shorts part, but, you know, uh, beer drinking on the golf course. They're playing music. And it's, it's not the same. No. I, I don't care what you – you know. Um, and and uh, uh, people, you know, argue about, oh, yeah, look, look, you know, the the PGA Tour didn't have the top players of the match play. Well, yeah, really? Yeah, I think they, I think look at the scores they're shooting right now in live. Uh, these top so-called top players, you know, the Brooks Kepkas and all that. They're they're barely breaking par most of the time, you know. And I I, I don't think any of them will be um, in contention. Well, I agree. I, I agree wholeheartedly. I wouldn't bet on any of them. But the uh, final top 50 in the world gets an exemption to the Masters, and that's now uh, shut down or, or fixed. And uh, I think Jason Day, Harris English, Keith Mitchell, and Min Moon Lee all moved into the top 50, so they'll be playing at the Masters, along with the winner at the Valero Texas Open, which will be played this week. And, God, I hope it's Ricky Fowler because uh, I yeah. think he's good for the game. I love the dude, and a lot of juniors, you know, you know, look, oh, he look, still look, moves look the needle. Yeah. He, absolutely. And, and you know, he actually um, is playing better. I mean, I'm not yeah. saying he's, you know, where he needs to be, but um, but he's definitely getting closer. So, um, you know, hopefully that'll uh, – Yeah. You a- know. 89 players right now are registered to play in the Masters. Of course, uh, one more can be added to that if whoever wins the Masters – I mean, wins the Texas Open is not already exempt. A couple of other things from the Masters I thought was interesting. It was the, it's the first in all of these, a first box score. It's the first 72-hole tournament to be spread over the course of four days. Like we talked about match play, in, in, in years past, before the Masters, or even after the Masters' inception in 1934, the PGA Tour would play match play, and they'd play two matches a, a day, and, and sometime on Saturday they would end with two matches. So... This is the first tournament to spread out to four days. And it's also the first tournament to use leaderboards, which I found pretty astounding. Yeah. Yeah. And the first one to implement the over and under uh, scoring system of red and black for over par and under par. Now, they, um, they, they still don't have digital scoreboards, no, no, right? No, it's no, just no. the old. No. Uh, the old-fashioned. I'm sorry. You know, that's pretty that's, 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 that's hilarious. That's one of the things I love about that tournament. They they uh they keep up with the times but uh they do things the way they want them done and a lot of those old uh members there those stiff necks they want it done the old way and i don't blame them <laughs> they were also the first to implement grandstands for uh wow. for, and, and gallery ropes you know like way back in the days of the pga you could walk and you've probably seen video of the like the oh, british yeah. open and all where they're walking side by side uh, the players come out of the crowd or you can almost reach out and touch them right and then it's also the final one I have here is it's the first to be broadcast on radio and then, of course, later on television, color television as well. So, uh, yeah. But our, our guy, Jim Nance, it's uh, uh, hello, friends. <laughs> hello, friends. <laughs> and, the, and the infamous bird chirping. <laughs> His chirp hasn't changed in the 
however many years I've been watching the well, Masters. Well, Jim Nance is retired. We know that, right? Um, but, but he says he would like to do 51 Masters. And he says, as bizarre as that sounds, my 51 Masters would be the 100th plane of the Masters, and I'd like to stick around for that. He's got, he's got 37 now, so he's got 14 to go, if that's the case for old Jim Nance. Uh, he can make it. I mean, yeah, you know, I, I so. mean, it's only one week a year, you know. <laughs> you know, you know. <laughs> it's if he lives, you yeah, know, and well, he doesn't have any health issues and all that stuff. Well, he just needs to go work out with Gary Player <laughs> because I was reading uh, this thing on Gary Player, Ted, and, and, of course, he's got three masters. To his uh, credit, of course, I was a little disappointed to read that. Well, and I'm, I, Yeah, he bashed the masters. Yeah. Not bashed it, but ranked it fourth. Ranked it fourth, you know, and I – I understand why, because it is, you know, when we used to do those pool, I, don't, I haven't done one in a while, but the pool where you had to pick 10 players, y- you really could eliminate uh, half, half the, the field. field. Sure. Yeah, right off the bat, you know. Um, so from a standpoint of that, but it's just the <coughs> the idea of having to win, having to, having to do it on a, on, a, on a Sunday and under that pressure with that golf course and that history, I think. I, I just think the PGA – you know, it's probably fourth. I mean, um, but that's just me, you know, and I mean. Um, I, 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 th- I agree with you there. Even I'm, though I'm a PGA member, I, I think it, yeah. it's, it's ranked fourth because they, they too, allow a lot of club pros to play. Yeah, so and of course. 20, I mean, 30 club pros who have no chance of you know, winning. The U.S. Open and the British Open are open championships, so you have people that can qualify too, you know. Yeah. But I do think the U.S. Open is the toughest just because of the the venues they play and the, the way they you know, the, when the USGA gets involved, it's a totally different ball game, you know. And right. I, I, I just – I'm not saying it's the best, but I think it's the toughest to win on, mm-hmm. that, on you know, those golf courses. And I'd, I'd probably put, I don't know, man, the, the, the Brit – well, you know, the Open and, and that, the Masters, is kind of hard for me to pick because I, I got – I like things about both of them, you know. Um, well, I, I love watching the Masters. All I, of, as I, far I, as viewing, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I mean, it's just – No, I do like the – fact that the open is in the you know you wake up in the morning yeah that's golf, cool too you know that's cool <laughs> breakfast but, in the open but no but there's nothing like like watching the, the masters no I mean, and, that's and, a, and that coverage of it is so you know it's, spot on it's just, yeah you, you don't have all the commercials i mean they no, just uh, they do the things the way ev- they want them to everything's do. done perfect you know yeah, yeah. but uh, but listen just real quick okay this uh, gary player his daily routine 90 minutes in the gym he leg presses 300 pounds he runs on the treadmill. He does 200 sits, sit-ups. Now, he's 87 years old right. and uh, exercises his fingers. And <laughs> he said that the one thing um, that you, you uh, uh, need to, to not do is eat bacon or white bread. <laughs> uh, sugar is a killer. Oh, we know um, that. Yeah, and uh, and you know I don't know what he has about his bacon, but I mean you know it's not good for you, it's but it tastes good. <laughs> and then the last thing is, he said he has now shot his age three thousand sixty three times, three thousand seventy one times. Oh, sorry, <laughs> he did it's it. It's the email. He did eight, it eight more, eight more times. times you <laughs> know, <laughs> yeah. And he says that's a world record. Yeah, <laughs> and he said he wants to get to four thousand times, but he doesn't know if he'll live that long. But. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Whatever. You know, if you're doing it eight times a week, yeah. you're gonna, it won't take you that long, really. You know, just keep oh, playing man. those uh, easy courses where you can ride in a cart. Shoot, that's easy. I guess so, man. So yeah, uh, but uh, but no, you do have to admire him in that. You know, we well, we always we always think of Tiger Woods as the uh, 
the guy who brought fitness to the PGA Tour. But mm. truthfully, it really is Gary Player. I no mean, question, um, no question. And Sam Snead to a, to a degree. Sam Snead did what he was just born that way, though. He I don't think. The, I think so. I don't think the gym made him that way. He no. just had that flexibility, that hillbilly. He was double jointed too. Yeah, exactly. But Gary Player worked at it. You know? Exactly, exactly. And, and for he said, and he Sam Snead smoked and all. You know, I mean, yeah. of course Hogan and all of them did back then. But oh yeah, Gary Player, Jack was, Nicholas did. I Jack mean, Nicholas did. Arnold Palmer was a, like a chimney <laughs> out there. Know. You know, I mean, it was and and they they was it was cool for them. Yeah, I mean the, the networks, you know, love that. Yeah. You know, now if if. You catch a player smoking, man, you got to cut away to a commercial because it's a, <laughs> you know, bad thing. You know. But um, anyway, it's, it's going to be fun, man. I'm, I'm looking oh, forward to it uh, for sure. I, I'm anxious to see uh, the, what happens at the Champions Dinner. You know, Scotty Scheffler oh, yeah. with, with the live players and, and the interaction between them. If, if the players really snub them or if things go on. that, uh, And we know Scotty Scheffler is going to serve Texas barbecue for that dinner. So, uh, <laughs> Yeah, it's it's a, it's a good menu. I mean, it's a, it's solid. Um, it, uh, but but like you said, I and I don't know what it's like behind the scenes. You know, whether there's a lot of interaction, a lot of talking. But you know, you only have a hand. I mean, not it's a handful, but it's a limited feel, so to speak, of who's who's going to be in that room. You know, and when you have a guy, iconic guy like Fred Couples, who just, I mean, absolutely you know, bash them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think he's going to be breaking bread with uh, any of the, the live players for sure. And hopefully Bubba Watson doesn't eat two burritos before the <laughs> the dinner. You know, that's a weird guy, too. Yeah, he is. I mean, he's. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in. Uh, stay tuned. If you want a little bit more sports, we got the CHS Coaches Show with Tony Landry, the voice of the Panthers, and Coach Desimo coming up after the news. Stay tuned. Sugar Oaks Golf Course, located at 4002 Sugar Oaks Road, is an 18-hole regulation golf course. This medium yardage layout has adequate length, wide fairways, and not-too-difficult approach shots. Sugar Oaks Golf Course is a semi-private course that's open to the public. Our guest rates are very attractive, and our monthly dues are accommodating. Give us a call for your tee time. That's Sugar Oaks Golf Course in New Iberia. Phone 337-364-7611. 364-7611. The GolfBalls.com Retail Center is now open and better than ever. Stop by our newly renovated store to shop the latest in golf balls, clubs, and apparel from brands such as Titleist, TaylorMade, Callaway, and Under Armour. Check out our new state-of-the-art golf simulator and demo the hottest irons, drivers, and putters featuring 20,000 square feet of golf equipment and gear golfballs.com was founded here in acadiana 25 years ago and remains the world leader in golf customization located on arnold boulevard next to harbor freight tools and of course online at golfballs.com we have a new player on the field and he's ready for kickoff with a delicious ice cold coca-cola and the kick ice giving him a little trouble as a few cubes shake loose he's probably going to pour it here and he does the glass is full. Can he go all the way? He did it! Oh, wow! And just listen to that fizz! That might have been the most refreshing thing that I've ever seen. Whew. Coca-Cola. Taste the feeling. Hey, guys, if you're looking for the top golf experience in Iberia Parish, you need to look no further than Cane Row Golf and Turf Club. Low or high handicappers will enjoy the beautiful greens, the recently refurbished sand traps, and incredibly plush fairways. And by the way, you don't have to be a golfer to enjoy Cane Row. The brand new clubhouse sports some of the best burgers, pizza, wings, and many other choices along with absolutely the best, most potent margaritas that you've ever tried. So whether it's golf, food, or just some fun, come to Cane Row and enjoy. 